Hello, this is Dan Capril. Welcome to another edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle. I hope this podcast finds you doing well. Today, we're going to discuss the issue of dysfunctionality. So one of my um, one of my favorite albums of all time is by the Jimi Hendrix Experience, and it's called Are You Experienced? So if you've never listened to that album, it's an awesome album. It's amazing the work Jimi Hendrix did back then, and sadly died at a very young age. Back then, it seemed like if you were 27, you were going to die if you were a great musician. He died at 27. Jim Morrison died at 27. Janis Joplin died at 27. Kurt Cobain, I think, was 27. But Jimmy was, uh, was quite good. So this one's going to be called, Are You Dysfunctional? Now, it's hard to admit if we are dysfunctional or not. No one wants to be dysfunctional. That's okay. This is a question you get to answer for yourself as you're just listening in your car, wherever you might be at this moment. Because it's an important question. It's an important thing that we examine ourselves. Look, none of us are perfect. We're all flawed. I am highly flawed. And it's what we do to get through that and try to make ourselves better. So when somebody asks me about financial advice, uh, planning for financial future, retirement, those types of things, sometimes the questions go to what are some of the biggest mistakes? So what are the biggest dysfunctionalities? Well, there are three that come to mind. The first one clearly is the biggest. The other two are important too. But the first one really doesn't necessarily apply to all people, but it does apply to a lot. And that is having more than one investment strategy. What I'm referring to is very often I will see people, they will utilize multiple portfolio managers or they will want to manage a part of the portfolio themselves and then give another half to an advisor or they'll hire two or three advisors, believing that there's some benefit to this. You know, the old, well, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. And look, I get that. I'm sure every victim of Bernie Madoff wishes they had money elsewhere if they made the mistake of giving Bernie all their money. So I understand. But we need to examine what's really at play here. So as I talk often about, nowadays, only about half the people that we meet who want to utilize our firm services, do we actually offer that to them? There are a number of things that we look for that are issues. And if those issues exist, we are going to decline offering our services. And a very common one is a desire to utilize multiple advisors, two or three. And you know, the conversation goes something like this, I'd, I'd like to give you a third, kind of see how it goes. It, it sounds reasonable, until you understand who it's going to hurt. And in the end, it's going to hurt the clients. I would say probably 90, 95% of the portfolios that we look at that our clients have before they work with us are actively managed portfolios. So there's a great deal of selective stock picking and market timing that goes on. And even if there's not, even if they're in index funds, rarely are those funds properly allocated. And I think sometimes if, if we took the approach that said, okay, yeah, sure, you give us whatever, whatever it is that you want to give us, well, that might bring in some revenue into my business, but it won't be doing anything towards helping this client do the right thing. Because with the client, what you need to understand is what's fully at play here. And if you don't have a portfolio that is properly allocated, a 
according to the rules of math. If you have a portfolio that is relying on some type of speculation, stock picking, market timing, or if you're running around with this belief that if I own 500 U.S. companies, I'm diversified, you're just setting yourself up for a lot of damage. Because in the long run, those principles have never been proven to work. So when individuals will come to our office and they will propose something like that, we decline politely, but we make it clear that we don't feel having you know, two portfolio managers or three portfolio managers really serves the client's best interest at all. Find the one that you like the best and let them do it all for you. Or if you like to manage half your money, manage it all. I mean, this idea that you're somehow going to split the difference, it, it makes no sense. Now, I could be skeptical. I could think maybe there's a little bit more devious motive at play, that maybe the client's just trying to get our services without paying the full price. I don't know. It really doesn't matter. But understand, it's just like going to see a physician. If I'm going to see a doctor, I'm going to let him examine the entire body. I'm not gonna draw a line down the middle and say, doc, you gotta stay on the left side of the body or the right side, that's for another doctor to look at. Now that sounds incredulous, right? But that's exactly what's at play here when it comes to planning for a financial future. So I'm very quick to say, look, if you're not comfortable with me to be your only advisor, to manage all of your assets, and to develop for you a comprehensive plan and help you fully implement it, if you're not comfortable with me, then please, don't hire us. Because one thing you'll, you'll notice is I won't try to sell you at all. I will spend a lot of time in the beginning, the first meeting, trying to get an understanding about what it is you want and determine if I think we're a good fit. Usually once I've determined that fit exists, then it's just a matter, it just plays itself out. We have a client for life and that's what we're striving for here. But if you don't have that ability to get that comfortable with somebody, don't fight it. Just don't kid yourself into believing that having three or four advisors is somehow going to work out to your advantage. It won't. I think it's very likely you won't have a well-designed overall strategy. Oh, each piece on its own could be fine. But when you put them together, I've seen too many examples where clients are walking out owning the same companies over and over and over again. So they would never were diversified. They were highly redundant. And that's not a good way to be either. So understand why you have an advisor. And if you have money with more than one, you really want to examine that. You know, as much as we love working with our clients, if we don't handle it all, I'm usually the first one to point out to them that, you know, maybe they should consider moving all of it to that client. Now, please, if, if that's you right now as I'm speaking, let's talk first, all right? I'm not trying to dismiss anybody. In fact, I hope the opposite happens. I hope you'll terminate that other advisor and work with us. But what's in your best interest is to have one doctor operating on you at once, not having two or three with their own agenda. If that happens, I just fear that the, the client loses. The advisors make out great, but it's the client who loses. And this is all about you. We're putting your interests first. We're living up to that fiduciary standard. So that's the first one in terms of are you dysfunctional. The second one is no insurance or not enough insurance. Now this comes in a number of varieties. Either they don't have enough liability insurance. So I see people with net worth of two, $3 million driving around with only a million dollars of liability insurance. So if they hit somebody in their car, they are very likely gonna have to self-insure some of that loss. 
So they don't have adequate liability limits. So they don't have long-term care insurance or they're working and they don't have enough life insurance. I guess you either don't want to think about bad things happening or you just honestly believe it's not going to happen to you. Look, you don't know that. Don't make that mistake. And the third thing I see in terms of a plan being dysfunctional has to do with a lack of a tax strategy. Look, if you're a baby boomer, 80, 90% of your money is probably pre-tax, which means you have to still pay a big chunk of it to Uncle Sam. Whatever your net worth is, discount it by 25% at least because you're gonna have to pay tax on that. So you don't have nearly the amount of money that you think you have. You need a strategy to try to minimize that. If you don't have one, you are dysfunctional. So in the spirit of Jimi Hendrix, I hope you've liked my examples of this. I appreciate your insights. I appreciate your comments. So feel free to put comments anytime you want. Send them to me or post them on the website. And don't hesitate to reach out anytime. If you want to talk about these issues, please give me a call. 513-563-PLAN. That's 513-563-7526. I'll be more than happy to discuss with you whether or not you are being dysfunctional. Thanks for tuning in to Solving the Financial Puzzle. If you want to find out more about Dan Capril or about today's topic, visit matsonandcapril.com. And be sure to join us for the next edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of NPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.